So, what's like the best sleep that you've ever had? Let me tell you something. Best sleep I've never had. Okay, okay. Um, the best sleep I've never had. You ever had sleep where you like sat on your bed and then and then you woke up under the bed? That's like the best sleep I ever had right there. <laughs> That's the best sleep. That's the best sleep I ever had right there. I didn't even know where I was. I no idea. No idea. None at all. What about you, fella? <laughs> so, so you. <laughs> How did you wind up under the bed? But I still don't know. I have no idea. I think I was like in third grade. Maybe I was younger than that. Like, I don't know. We like stayed in like this, like, I don't even know what to call it, a duplex. I don't even know. But we had like bunk beds. And I was like at the bottom, I had the bottom bunk or whatever. So I don't know. Like, I remember falling asleep and then I remember waking up and I like popped up because like it was like hardwood flow. So like, I'm like, what is this? Like, I wake up confused, so I try to get up, and I hit my head on the metal pole under the bed, like, just popping up so fast, so I'm, like, holding my head. Then I remember my brother leaned over the bed and was like, Darius. I was like, huh? And he was like, where's you at? I'm like, I slide from up under the bed. <laughs> He's like, how you get up under that? I'm like, I don't know. So, I guess sometime in the middle of the night, either I was sleepwalking or I just, like, rolled over and... Fell off the bed and rolled up under there somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Still don't know to this day, man. The mysteries of life. Oh, my God. What about you? I, the best sleep that I ever had was a nap. Right? So, I was working at TMC at the time. It's the Miracle Center. Shout out to the Miracle Center. I was there working, and I think we was on like a lunch break or something. We had some type of break. And it was me. Um it was my friend Sumi. And I'm I'm blanking out. <laughs> I'm blanking out on the other the other girl's name. Alright, but anyway. So it was like four of us. No, it was six of us all together. But it was two teenagers. So we drove them to the mall because that's where they wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And we were just, all right, we'll go because we bored. So we went. They got out. They was like, y'all coming? We was like, eh, we'll be there in a minute. And they went into the mall. And then, like, it was four of us left in there. We was all, like, you know, 20... Two twenty-three, something like that. We was all just sitting up there talking for a little bit, but eventually, all of us simultaneously just got real sleepy. Boredom. So, sue me because it was her car. She turned on the air, right, and then like she leaned back in her chair. I leaned back in my chair. The other girl leaned back in her chair, 
And then the other guy, he leaned back in his chair. This is like a, a minivan. A, yeah, it's a and minivan. I was trying to say, cause I don't know no car that do that. And yeah. we all just literally, it was like, it had to have lasted for like 15 or 20 minutes. But when I tell you, once we all got up, we were so refreshed. Like that was the best sleep ever. Was it all on the clock? No, we weren't on the clock. It was, uh, it's like, it was like a cat nap, but it was like a good ass cat nap. Like we was just sleep for about like a good 15 or 20 minutes. Cause I even think we set an alarm or like a timer so it could wake us up. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember falling asleep, but I just remember waking up and feeling refreshed and rejuvenated. Oh man. Okay. Well, this wasn't the best sleep I ever got, but it was definitely the funniest. I fell asleep at an orientation for a job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I had applied to work at the at the airport or whatever. So I'm working like no, this is no lie. I was I think I was working three jobs. I was teaching martial arts uh, at this at this elementary school. I was cleaning. I was a janitor at two different places. One was for this independent film workshop, and the other one was for this fitness gym. So I'm working like these jobs or whatever, and I'm doing like other little side hustles. So I'm like just dog tired in general. I think I was even cleaning for like handy or something. But I'm like working all these random jobs at like one time. So I'm just like flat out tired. So I get I, they pull my application. I go in for orientation. We sit through like a bunch of horrifying yet boring like films on people who like not paying attention to signals and like getting killed by like getting sucked into the propellers of an airplane, whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'm already thinking I'm like halfway out the door at this point. I'm like, y'all got me messed up. But. Then, like, I just remember him making us take this test and everybody doing it. So I, like, lean my head back, like, just as you described, that lean your head back sleep. That's the most dangerous kind of sleep, okay? Because <laughs> you're going to fall asleep in the back. Like, as soon as you take your first three deep breaths, you're going to sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> first three breaths. No, you ain't lying, though. The first three deep breaths, yeah, the no. The first three, you out. Like, like, I don't know what it was. I just remember going... Like, just as a breath of relief. And the next thing I know, I hear giggling and laughing. I, like, pop up. It's a guy recording me on his phone. I'm like, they like, boy, you just in here snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you, how you falling asleep at the time interview? And somebody's like, well, he did say he worked, like, a couple other jobs. I can see how he's tired. But they was like, boy, you was snoring. They was like, you was, like, <sighs> they was like, you was that kind of snoring. Like, you was knocked out. I was like, how long was I asleep? I ain't even care, buddy. was recording me. I just was like, how long was I asleep? Because I want to know how much footage you got. <laughs> oh, man. And I fell asleep in somebody's church and got put out of church. I uh, think I told that no, story yeah, when we were talking to Lance. No. Yeah, no. When Lance said we were talking about sleeping sleep in church, yeah, no. Yeah. Sleep church hit. Church, church sleep hit different. That's refreshed sleep because, you know, God be restoring. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, well, stupid. All right. So anyway, uh, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Reset the Vibe. We back here another week. Um, I am one of your hosts, Vash. I'm Ladarius, co-host. Word. Um, 
Last week we had my sister Valanda on. Shouts out to her. She uh she held it down, man. She was sitting up there. She's talking to us about everything that was going on in the hospitals, uh like the first week, first month of COVID. Um we talked about, you know, the Capitol building being attacked and everything else like that. And she even dropped some relationship advice. So if you didn't hear last week's episode, stop what you're doing right now. This episode will be here when you get back. Go definitely listen to that because that was really good conversation. <clears throat> For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, <clears throat> all right, you all right? Man, listen, I'm mm-hmm. stuck in my throat. Um, yeah. So, how you been, bro? I've been decent, man. I've been decent. I've been trying to, um, you know, just get my life together. As everybody, um, as everybody pretty much does day in, day out, you know, you go to work, the regular hustling, bustle of life, but nothing too much to complain about, man. You got to be grateful in all things, for sure. I'm grateful in all things. That's one thing I can say I have been. I've been grateful, been grateful for trials and tribulations. I'm grateful so that when I'm exalted and praised, I'm even grateful in that. What about you? Word. Uh it's it it was uh, uh it's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's been a rough uh it's been a rough uh couple of weeks or whatnot, but uh I'm out here I'm making it man. I'm I'm definitely out here making it, like you said, second one day at a time. Uh, but uh something good came this week. A friend of mine, well not this week, last week, a friend of mine gifted me Clubhouse. I've been waiting since like September, October to get on Clubhouse, bro. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. That app is different, bro. That app If you don't know what Clubhouse is, Clubhouse is like a virtual chat room, right? Well, a voice only chat room, I should say. So if you've ever, if you grown up in the times that we grown up, cause I, I'm gonna be 30 this year. So, you know, those little chats where you can sit there and be in a room full of 30, 40 people. And instead of, you know, y'all just typing, you know, you're talking. So it's different type of conversations happening. It's people from, it's like celebs and people from the industry, uh, like rap industry or, or acting or, you know, just, you know, people, that are successful. They sitting up there mm-hmm. and they have their own rooms and they're dropping gems and connecting with everyday people. And then you got some rooms where, you know, they're having discussions about religion. They're having discussions about, um, you know, just everyday type of topics as far as like men and women, or like there's rooms where women are, uh, asking men to ask questions that women answer. And like, I've been in that room. So that was kind of interesting. And then you got some rooms where there's just trolling and like people just want to do like online dating and stuff like that in the rooms. I mean, like if that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not going to knock you for it, but the app overall is, is pretty damn good, bro. Um, like today I even had, uh, some cards read for me and I'm not really necessarily into that thing. But, but, uh, I was always curious as to what people would say as far as if they pulled my cards. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had that happen and that was, 
it was pretty cool. I mean, I still don't necessarily believe in all of the spiritual, like, hey, my ancestors are talking to me and they pulling cards and like all of this. Like, it, I'm not knocking nobody for believing in it or doing it. Like, do your thing. It's just not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, man, like that app, that app is good, bro. That, I, I love it. I'm, I'm trying not to be on it as much because like I had the last couple of days off and that's what I've pretty much been in, like just joining different conversations, networking with people. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's been addicting, but I, I've been trying to limit myself on it though. You, you definitely got, you definitely got to de- limit yourself on social media, bro. Cause like you can find yourself like I, I realized I had became one of them people who like scroll. And that's the problem because like I don't really like much, um, and I don't mean like as in a personal kind of like. I mean just like in general, I don't physically move my finger to the button to like often, and that's like I guess people call that snooping and being stingy with your like. So I'm trying like not to be like that, but I I realized when I didn't limit how much I'm on social media, like I would just get on there and scroll until I find something funny, and once I find something funny. I probably still not gonna like it, <laughs> but I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it so I can go back and watch it again. That's I mean, my problem. like people have problems with that, like you know, people going through social media and not liking like posts, just going and scrolling, and like I mean, like it's just social media. You know what I mean? Like people saying that it's just people that's just selfish and they want you to like their stuff. That's all the hell that is. But like it's your social media. You do what you want to do with it. What I have a bad habit of doing. And I know that I'm not the only one. This is how I know I need to limit myself on social media more. I will say I'm on Twitter and I'm just scrolling. Mm-hmm. And I'm posting, I'm scrolling, I'm liking, I'm retweeting, I'm reading up on stuff, whatever. I will close the app. And then I will swipe left, swipe right, swipe right again, swipe left, swipe left, and click right back on Twitter. <laughs> Like something has changed. Like if you've ever sat there and went to your refrigerator and and looked and was like, damn, it ain't nothing in here. And then you go sit back down and then like five, 10 minutes later, you get right back up and then you go again to uh like look at what the hell is in the fridge and know that ain't nothing changed. Like, yeah, you don't know that. Okay. Okay. You don't know nothing's changed. That's the thing about it. That's why you really go tech. You want to make sure that magic not real. Man. And that you just closing and opening that refrigerator. And all of a sudden, you got that Philly cheesesteak you didn't have a taste for, but you didn't have the money to buy. See, that? that's what that is. <laughs> no, <laughs> you just got to take and make sure you didn't overlook and see. You know, just overlook what you had wanted in the first place. You have to make sure. You got to verify there you go. You gotta verify that they didn't verify nothing. You no, gotta verify like, nobody reposted nothing. And that's the thing too. Like I'll I'll do that, or either I'll close it. I'll open up another app, scroll for like two seconds, close that app, and then go right back to the app before that <laughs> I close. <laughs> I'm terrible, man. I'm terrible, and it's it's something that I need to break a habit of. Uh, Cause there's so many other things that I could be doing with my time, but God damn it, the social media, like, 
Like, there are some days where there's nothing but, like, trash opinions, people putting out toxic stuff. But when social media is good, like, when you get on there, like, on a day where, like, Twitter is lit, Instagram is lit, or whatnot, like, it's hard to stay away from. Because then you go through all the posts and whatnot about what people are saying, and it's just entertaining as hell. And it's hard to get away from that. It really is. Um... I can only imagine how it is for people that's like influencers or like people that's like get paid to just like be online every day to scrolling. Okay. You gotta, okay. Outside of the influencers, social media does have great content. Like I use it for the church service, you know, that I always attend on Sundays and Tuesdays. Great tool for, for me, for things for, like that. Great tool. But for like my humor, or for like my entertainment purposes, I recently found out that Mortal Kombat about to drop a new movie. Do you remember the last Mortal Kombat? Do you remember? I think it was I Annihilation. Not to, I, I tried not to remember the last Mortal Kombat movie. Absolute. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me. I, I, try, before I go. I ain't even finna go there today. I'm not even finna go there today. Okay. I'm not even finna go there today. But okay, so what did you think of it, Frank? You mean like the, the, the new Mortal Kombat thing? Like the announcement and the pictures and whatnot? The old one. Oh, the old one. Wasn't it Annihilation or something like that? Oh, dog. Now you be trying to relive this bullshit. Yes, it was Annihilation. Okay. Um, I don't know how we got a good yet cheesy Mortal Kombat movie. And then the second one, they just completely went full stupid cheesy with and it's it uh it was terrible it reminds me of street fighter did you ever see the street fighter movie as a kid i loved it because i didn't care about anything that was happening in the movie i just loved it as i got older and i tried to go back and watch it i was like what the hell am i watching right now look that's i've seen I don't remember them. I, I don't remember. I remember the live action when they recreated that was trash. Like, they hit that trash Vega in there. Like, right. That's that. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that Street Fighter movie. The live action one. They made more? Okay. Don't even okay, answer okay, that question. Okay. okay. You, you said when you was a kid. My, no, hold on. Hold on. My, okay. Because <laughs> I remember one coming out when I was a teenager. And it was like, I think I was like 16. They came out with a Street Fighter movie. You don't remember that? Yeah, when was, yeah. Wait, you talking Is about, that the one you talking wait, about? Wait, 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 wait. You said when you were how old? Look, we got we got fun. No, 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 no. I would love to have ignorance is bliss in this moment. <laughs> if there is another Street Fighter movie, I don't want to know about it. The one that I know of is good enough. Okay, so okay. what's the one you know of? Because I just I'm the just one gonna give you a yeah and there. The one with Jean Claude Van Damme. Why does that why does seem vaguely familiar? Cause that is the one, if dog, listen man, I swear to God, if you talking about two movies that you saw as a kid, and I don't know, no son, I don't want to know nothing else, uh, I, I don't. Okay, it was one that came out in 94. Then that's probably the one that I'm that's talking about. That's the one with John Carl Van Damme, yeah, right, okay. right, 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 right. But I'm almost 100% sure it was another one that came out that they recreated, uh, Oh no, I gotta find it now. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Because no, it's gonna bug me, bro, if I don't find it. Oh. But 
Was it the legend of Chandler? I want to live in ignorance right now. I don't want to know none of this. Street Fighter Resurrection Mm -hmm. came out in 2016. There you go. There you go. All right, I'm done. See, now we got to go down (laughs) this rabbit hole of shitty video game movies. So, I know that they made a Tekken movie. Trash. They made a movie in which I am not allowed to speak of, but just for podcast purposes, I'm going to go ahead and say it. They made a Dragon Ball movie. Trash. What else did they make? They made a Doom movie. Trash. They made an Assassin's Creed movie. And as much as I wanted to love that movie, trash. They... I don't know, man. I don't think... I think outside of the Sonic movie that came out like two years ago. Did you see that? Yeah. Was it good? It wasn't bad. I I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say it should take home an Oscar or nothing, but like it wasn't bad. Oh, man. Do you remember when they tried to... um... Remember when they tried to first release that sketch, uh, um, their concept art of Sonic, and it was so trash, the internet made them change it? See, I'm on the fence about that. I feel like they should have just kept what they was going for. Why? Because, dog, listen, because once you change it, then you open the floodgates for everything else. So? What's so right about that? They was trash. Do you know how much money that cost bro you know what who fault is that you right you right you absolutely <laughs> right at least that trash concept art of sonic you know what i really wish the internet would have been up in arms about when they came out with them ninja turtle movies like <laughs> five years ago and like they made the turtles it. have like noses or something I, I, it, uh. what's wrong with the turtles having noses bro it's I, did they make them have noses? They make them did not have noses. I don't. I forgot what the real controversy was, but they were like big as hell. No, Raphael was big as hell. Like Raphael was like an elder snapping turtle, and like they were like all dog. It it was a mess. But then they had Megan Fox as April O'Neil, and it was just. I remember that. Oh, uh, I remember was, that. That was terrible, man. It's. It's been a lot of like video game or like anime movies that just did not translate well. And it's hard to because you can't really have what makes them them in like a live action movie without either scaling incredibly down and making them more realistic, like more grounded, mm-hmm. or you just have to go over the top insane with it. It's really hard to find that middle ground. Like, you can't have a Dragon Ball Z movie or a My Hero Academia movie like with American actors and stuff like that. I'm not talking about the Japanese movies. Japanese movies, they got their own flavor, right? Because I saw like a Full Metal Alchemist movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad, right? It, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it was great, but it wasn't that bad. But it's Japanese actors and whatnot in their type of Japanese style. Mm-hmm. So I could understand it. But if you tried to put that in America and like have Americans do the type of comedy that, you know, you see in the, in the anime, it don't translate well. Cause we don't do, we don't have that same kind of sense of humor in America. Like that same kind of like wackiness and some shit. Hmm. You know what I mean? 
Like if you have, um, let's say that you do a Naruto movie, right? right. And you have Naruto do his, uh, his, um, his sexy jutsu mm-hmm. in America. You see what I'm saying? And then you have a whole bunch of random guys getting nosebleeds. You know what I mean? Like, if you watch anime, you know what that means. You know how that is. That's just comes with the nature of things. But you actually doing that in America and translating that to American audiences, it's not going to hit the same. I can see where you're coming from. Like, outside of the people that was going to see the movie anyway. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, I can see where you're going with that. I can see where you're going with that. I could definitely see that. I just wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't. I hope they never do that. I hope they never make a, a Naruto live action. I, I hope, hope they never make a lot of live action shit. Because they, 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 they sabotage Avatar. They sabotage that. They made that little boy extra serious. They was like, we're going to keep it as true to, as true to humankind as we can. Like, I, see, as somebody at that point in time that did not watch the show, it wasn't bad to me. It was because I never seen the show. What? Yeah, I never seen the show, so I didn't have anything to reference it off of. So when everybody was saying, oh, they didn't include this, they didn't include that, or the character don't act like this, character don't act like that, I'm just like, okay. It was watchable for me. I'm not going to say it was a masterpiece or something that needed a, a, a Oscar or something, bro. But I could definitely sit up there and see myself watching it. So you're telling me that movie got rewatch value? Not for me. Oh, okay. Not yeah. for me. Um, cause it's trash. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> Bro, I, it, it, it could be trash. I'm just saying, like, I'm not a, I'm not an Avatar fan like that anyway. Like, I still gotta finish the whole series. Like, I still haven't finished the series yet. I was playing, like, Naruto Ninja Storm 4, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. And I'm getting like bits and pieces of the story from that. I, I, I'm not finna go through and watch, binge watch 400 episodes just to catch up. You don't have to binge watch the 400 episodes. If there's like episode guys where you can just skip the filler and just watch the episodes you need to. And then you can just be entertained the whole way through regard, or not have to suffer through flashbacks. Cause flashbacks, I hate the hell out of flash. I hate flashbacks and damn near everything. Like, that really pisses me off. It's like, you can give me a brief flashback, maybe like two to five minutes. I'm good. I don't need a whole episode or two episodes dedicated to a flashback. And they do these flashbacks right when we're at the peak or we get into the peak of the action. Then they want to be like, oh, well, before we get this last fight off, we finna go and show you how the decisions was made by the villain up until this point. What made him the way he is. I don't care. You should explain that to me three episodes ago. If you really want to sit up here and make a whole episode of filler or flashbacks, then you know what you do for me? You sit there and you give me five minutes for like four episodes of backstory. And that way... Because you know the anime is like 23, 26 minutes an episode in general. So, therefore, I get 
a whole episode of flashbacks okay. and I'm still able to be entertained by what the hell is going on. Because it's one thing when you're watching, when you're binging something to catch up with a series versus waiting on episodic TV show, like TV. So if I'm hype one week, we at the height of everything. Like Goku was about to beat the shit and about to beat the piss out of Boo. And then the very next week, you give me a flashback of Boo as a kid? You pissing me off. So now I have to wait two weeks. That's if you don't give me another week of flashbacks to see Goku beat the piss out of Boo. Okay. I get your frustration. But I understand it from this point of view. Basically, the reason why they do that is so that the fight won't be anticlimactic. Of course, to the audience, to us who are invested in it, it's not anticlimactic. But it's like, okay, it's a tease. That's literally all it is. Like, they're just taking on an emotional roller coaster. It's a tease. I don't want that roller coaster. Nobody wants that, man. Nobody. I don't want that roller You know. But I get it. You know who pissed me off with... With, with, with fillers. Wait, let me say this real quick. Uh-huh. Yu-Gi-Oh! was the only show that didn't do that. Their fl- the flashbacks in Yu-Gi-Oh! The first one, from when I was a kid, from what I remember, the, the, the flashbacks were literally within the episode, and it wasn't long. It wasn't that long. What they did, however, was sit there and, like, right when they got to the climax of it, they cut it off. See you next week. Yu-Gi-Oh's problem was the fact that they would sit there and only have five minutes worth of episode before they hit us with a five to ten minute commercial. And then they would come back and do the exact same thing. And before you know it, you've only had 15 minutes worth of. Of the show. Exactly. For real. And but- that used to piss me off. They was probably getting taxed by the by the by the TV station, bro. You know, you know what show really pissed me off with fellas. Have you ever seen Bleach? Nope. No, I have not heard about it. Nope. Bleach is fantastic until you get to a certain point, at least in the manga, right? Because in the manga, I heard it's got problems, but as far as the anime is concerned. It's pretty legit. The only issue is they have full seasons dedicated to filler. They have filler seasons. Back before I had money and was able to buy and support my my, my people that, you know, make anime, I used to torrent. I used to pirate shit, right? Mm-hmm. So... I would torrent like maybe six or seven seasons of Bleach. And it used to take maybe about two and a half, three days. Cause you downloading, I don't know how many damn gigs worth of anime. So I'm sitting here doing this. And then I reach the end of season two and I'm like, damn, I can't wait to see what happens on the next season. And then season three starts. And it picks up differently, and you're just like, okay, this is a weird start to season three. I wonder how they're going to do this. And then you get to episode two. Oh, okay. 
I'm trying to figure out why nobody's referencing what the hell happened in season two. And then you keep going. And so you hit a certain point and you just realize this shit is not really canon. This shit is filler. So yeah, it doesn't do with the plot. Nothing. And then I start season four and it picks up right when season two left off. And I'm just like, what? I mean, it's cool if you love bleach and you just want to consume everything bleach, but like, no. I don't know. Honestly, I've never watched Bleach. Heard about it. I'm good. I'm right. I I can do without seeing it. I try One Piece. I can't do it. I can never make it past when they make it to the Grand Line. They find that reindeer thing, whatever his name is. I never make it past there. Like, I've watched up Son, until that. You ain't made it nowhere, then. <laughs> I have never you made it past even, that point. You ain't even... You know how people say you ain't even scratched the surface, bro? You ain't even put your hand on the shit. It, it's a thousand episodes. I'm almost sure I haven't. No, I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm not finna, I'm not finna watch no thousand episodes. You got me messed up. You know how much stuff I gotta do? I got two kids. I can't watch no thousand episodes. You know, you know, you know what I found out? Like, when I was younger... I could have the patience to sit and watch damn near anything that I was interested in and I could binge it. I I can't do that now. Like, it has to be a really damn good show that I could sit there and watch and not, um, and not be distracted with my phone. Not be distracted with the computer, not want to make me like, all right, well, I can watch this later. Right now, I'm going to play the game, or I'm going to go eat, or I'm going to go hang out with somebody. Like, it is extremely difficult. Like, so, uh, on Clubhouse, I joined, like, uh, I joined a, uh, an anime group, right? Mm-hmm. So, every week from here on forward to how long it lasts, we are doing, uh, we're, we're watching the anime for a week, right? Or as much as we can. And what they suggested, I ain't never heard of. And I would have never watched on my damn own because it didn't seem anything interesting for me. But I wound up watching it and binging it and it wasn't bad. But like, it was because it was, it was interesting. It was good and it hooked me. Like a lot of TV shows, and this and this is just branching out of anime now. Like a lot of shows in general, it's like it has to, it has to hook me, man. In order for me to sit down and binge it, if not, like I'll watch an episode a week. I'll treat it like some TV stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, and it's crazy because it's like I still haven't finished certain stuff that I really want to get around to, like. DC has a lot of TV shows that they got on the CW that I normally keep up with. I have not even really scratched the surface anything that happened on the last season. And then, hell, there's shows like Riverdale, which I love, and I still haven't finished that. Hell, there's The Witcher that I still haven't finished it. You haven't finished Witcher? Bro, I have, I've watched only the first episode. What? Yes. Do you know how good Witcher is? I don't because I have not seen it. Oh, disrespect. Just disrespectful. Bro. Like, I, I didn't like, I, 
Well, okay. So my only thing with Witcher is I ne- I only only play Witcher three, and then I, that's the only one I beat because I didn't play the other two. Right. So I don't know all the lore. Everything I know about Witcher or the lore came from Witcher three, the game. Right. So like it was hard following along like the first couple of. I'm like I'm like oh um, what's the chick name? Whatever her name, the main. It's just like, yeah, it's, like, it's like three of them. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I didn't know she was like part of or something. Like, that's something I learned from watching the show, but I didn't know that when I was playing the game. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, word. But Witcher was like, like, for one, I talked so much crap about that show. Like, when it, when they first, like, uh, when Netflix first previewed it, I was like, okay. I'm like, this is going to be absolute trash. Like, I was almost sure. Right. Like, on a scale, I was like 98.9% sure it was going to be trash. I'm like, there's a very small chance it's going to be good. I'm like, because for one, who can play Geralt? Like, he don't talk much. It's dry when he do say something. And I'm like, he basically got no personality at all. How are you going to bring that to the screen and make that engage in a watch and they actually did it. That's a good show. For you to only watch the first episode. Yeah, I'm disappointed, first and foremost. As a gamer, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> then as a, as somebody who was forced to watch hundreds of movies as a kid, and then like in adulthood, like watch to like, I like watch watching movies every now and then. Like I'm I'm even more disappointed than that. Like you one episode? Do you know how good that show is, bro? bro? What? Okay, so what was the last TV show? How I Met Your Mother. Get the fuck out of here. What? That is a what? How I Met Your Mother? Do you know me and my ex girlfriend? Like the only time I like I like laying up was like to watch. <laughs> To watch how I met your Hell mother. No, we're not about to skip over that. So the only time the only, you I wanted to lay up with your ex was just to watch how to get it. How, really? Like I didn't want. Like other than that, I was just boxing the whole time. Like I was focused on that. I'm like working out, doing all that crazy stuff, like going out running. Like, but when when it was oh, I I left. I like I'm I, I'm on season five of How I Met Your Mother. You left me. You, you, you watched, you, you watched that without, you watched two seasons without me? You was one of those. You gotta back up and watch the whole thing over again. You better not give me no spoilers. No, 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 no. Rewind it. How I met your mother? What? There's a lot to unpack there. What? You, you, you were the one that sat up there and said. I don't care. I I don't even care. You was the one that sat up there and (laughs) sat up there and said, yo, you, when you, you how far without me? Oh, no, I'm offended. No, we got to watch this whole thing. Uh -uh. See, normally, that's the, that's the roles reversed normally. Normally. Uh huh. Say it. A guy would sit there Mm -hmm. and like skip ahead. And Mm -hmm. then when he get caught, it's like, uh, shit. For sure. And then the girl gets pissed off and either she A For does sure. what you said, mm-hmm. be like, yo, we're gonna watch this over again, or B word. be like, oh word, don't even worry about it. Right. I'm not no don't even worry about it kind of person. No, I am. I'm finna make you stand on business. No, mm-hmm. we finna go back, you finna rewatch it, and you better not spoil it for me. You better act like you just saw. Mm-mm. Really? That what? show was that good, huh? What? How I met your mother, you didn't like it? 
Bro, I'm watching Community right now. Have you seen? First Community? of all, you, hold on. Let, no, no, no. Let's back up. First of all, is, aren't you the Neil Patrick Harris fan? Not like that, bro. What you? Oh, so you don't remember? Years back, how he was going crazy over Neil Patrick Harris and what? And everything he acted in, including Harold and Kumar. He oh, uh, he wasn't Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Alright, man, people grow, bro. Yeah, like, people do grow up here. People change. <laughs> people change. That's what happened. People change. Oh. And him and how I met your mother. Like, bro, so, that was so, a great show. So he carried the show for you. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It was this great plot. Like all of it. Like I didn't so, care about the so, fact that it was a real long roundabout story way like six seasons on how they actually got to that point. Eight seasons or however long. Like, how they got to the point where he actually did meet her mother, and then the rest of that explanation was short-lived. Like, no, but, like, as far as the antics and what was going on in the in-between, it was dope. I want to say I watched maybe, like, six, seven episodes of it, and it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, bro. It wasn't. But that was that, that was years ago, so maybe, yeah. so maybe I'll give it another shot. But, like... You know what? You you did have me over here watching that reality show. That that make a lot of sense. And yes, I'm judging. Yeah, that they, they make a lot of sense. Love what was it? Love is blind. Listen, ah, uh, listen. Well, no, was it Love is Blind or was that like Love Island? It was something, bro. I don't even remember. I was just, I was like, what is this? Like, yeah, I but it had your ass sitting down there looking like, yeah. See? See, I was probably drunk. See, Let's be honest. <laughs> like I was probably drinking. I wasn't paying attention. No, man. Like I, because right now I'm 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 watching Community, and I originally gave Community like maybe two episodes, and it wasn't my bag. But after watching it like consistently, like actually giving it the good old college try, that show, the chemistry that everybody on that show has is is. Is that the one with Childish Gambino in it? Yes, it is. Okay. It's like, it's so fucking good, bro. Like, it's, it rivals The Office for me, right? And okay. I don't say that about any show, but that show, like, it's consistently fucking good. I mean, there's a few episodes, how they go about, like, you know, the, the wackiness in it. I could probably go without sometimes, but... Other than that, bro, like, that show is, like, it's brilliant. Like, they will do stuff in season one, something small, and they'll touch up on it or include it in season two. It's also something small, but it's consistent. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's not like a, a, a... like what you would consider like something that happens in a lot of TV shows where they do something and they never reference it again at all, no matter what the plot is, unless it's like something big that happens to the character, like a promotion or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like in that show, like they reference that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's continuing, can, 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 continuing, can, can, continuity. Is that the word? Yeah. Well, you sure that's the word? You kind of, I'm almost sure. Okay. So it's continuity. You can say they continuously do it, but then there's a such thing as continuity. Yeah, no, I want. I want continuity is like you remember on uh, my bathroom. You remember on um, uh, what was that show? 
Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where they had the one shot, uh, like them doing it and then everybody went crazy. Like not doing it, but like they was like talking to something and then they went to like the next shot and it was like a Starbucks cup that was like right there, like a random Starbucks cup and everybody went crazy over it. All right. That's like, that's kind of new. All right. Like it's, it's a lot, bro. And like the characters, like they within themselves, they grow. But still stay the same. And like even the shit that some of the characters go through, like they touch back up on just like some of the decisions that they made. So like the episodes that you watch, even if they don't continue the next episode story wise or plot wise and stuff like that, like it still it still goes on, like they still touch on stuff. And like I just think that the writing in that show is so damn dope. Um I really want to give Parks and Recs another shot. I really do. Cause I've only, like, people say I should skip the first season and go straight to the second season. But I'm like, if I'm going to watch the whole damn thing, I want to see the whole damn thing. Like, I just don't want to skip over something. Even if I hate it, because people say that it's good and it's better than The Office. First off, for me being biased, ain't shit better than The Office. Shit can get close, but shit ain't just, no. Just, this is me personally. Cause I rewatched Office more times than any other thing that I've, any other content that I've consumed in my life. Okay, there was a point I used to fall asleep to the office. Like, that's, like, how some people take melatonin to go to sleep. It was the office. Office was like reading me a nice bedtime story with some cookies and milk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had cookies and milk? No. Before bed? No, see, no. I never had that shit either. No, never. I never understand it. For one, I'm never drinking warm milk. I don't, that's just me. I would never drink warm milk. Is that a white people thing? Um, I don't know. Because I have never in my whole entire life, and, and, and I know a plethora of people from all different walks of life and backgrounds. But if we're just going to keep it strictly on black people, and I know a lot of black people, none of them have ever had warm milk. Yeah, milk, like warm milk and cookies before bed. Like, like I get like, a child some sweet before they go to sleep. Like that sugar gonna keep them up. Like, yeah. yeah, I know people that get a kid Nyquil to go to sleep, but I, not no, not no cookie. And like, I don't understand. Like, I don't even know how you would consume warm milk. Like, I think for me that would be like an automatic like gag reflex reaction to just be like, "Hey, yo, no, what the hell are you doing right now, son? Milk is cold. We don't do warm milk over here. Warm milk." Yeah, dog, like, it just, it don't, it, it don't, I don't know, it, it don't, yeah, yeah, it don't hit right, it, no. I'm, I ain't judging nobody to do it, it's just an ill for me. Okay, maybe I am judging people who do it, <laughs> but I just don't, I, well, it's because I don't understand, they're like, oh, warm milk helps push you to sleep, and I'm just like, how, you gotta scientifically explain to me. How warm milk pushes somebody to sleep? You got to scientifically explain to me how does one consume warm milk? I don't know, man. Because that's the thing, too. I have never seen nobody in person consume warm milk. I don't get it. It's a lot of like, how does that happen? Like, do you like do you put it in like a skillet, warm it up, and pour it in a cup? Like, do you put it in a microwave? Like, if that's the case, then like you are able to drink like warm milk if you lay it out. But then people be like, no, you got to put the milk in the damn fridge. Like. How long? Okay, wait. 
My bad for interrupting. Right. You ever seen somebody make hot chocolate with, with milk? No. Okay, I've seen people warm milk up that way. So let me not let me take my statement back. I've seen people warm milk up that, that way and make hot chocolate with it. That's still not my cup of tea, but I'm I'm saying I've seen it. I have only seen hot chocolate made with water. I have not seen it made with milk. Yeah, I've seen it made with milk. If you're gonna do that, then that's exempt that's essentially just milk with chocolate flavor. It's chocolate milk. It's not hot cocoa to me. It's it's chocolate milk. Look at you. You had a hot look at you. You just had a realization. Oh. <laughs> just had a realization. Oh. That shit is chocolate milk. That shit ain't no hot cocoa. Like a hot chocolate milk. No, oh. it's what I'm saying. That makes it even more nastier. Like I don't. Uh, I with the marshmallows in it, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like so, I was watching an episode of Simpsons one day, and Bart, like. He made some hot cocoa and he put a, like a marshmallow on it and a marshmallow sucked up all of the damn hot chocolate and like he flipped it over and like it plopped down on his plate like some cranberry sauce and he just cut it up and he just started eating it. (laughs) (laughs) And I always, always, always wanted to have that type of stuff. Like I was just like, man, that looked good as hell. But see, the thing about it is like, I don't know, man. Like, I've had, like, what's that? Like, Swiss hot chocolate? Mm Mm-hmm. And it comes with marshmallows. But I don't know, man. It it don't really necessarily taste like no marshmallows. They, like, dissolve in the hot chocolate. I'm just like, what the hell is the purpose of you having? Like, I've never, like, bought, like, some marshmallows separately and then put them in my hot chocolate. Well, hot cocoa, I mean. I've never really had s'mores. I have had s'mores. I'm not a fan. It's messy. And, like, the cracker, like, it doesn't break even. (laughs) So, imagine something. And plus, on top of that, if you don't have the right tools, it's horribly unsanitary. Like, I've had it both ways. I've had it both, like. You had it on a stick? Yes. Well, niggas just poke a stick, poke the damn marshmallow on the stick, put the stick in the fire, let that shit warm up a little bit, put that shit between two graham crackers, pull it out, and they give it to you. I've had that, and I also had it with like an actual, like a little metal fork or whatnot, mm-hmm. like one of them long metal forks. But no, like it's, I hate it because it does not break even. So if you break it, like if you just want to eat it like something like normal, and you like, like a you, half and a half. Yeah, like you want a half and half or you just want to bite it from one end and like slowly make your way towards the rest of it. It don't do that. Like it breaks. And it could break in a variety of ways. It could break the whole damn thing in general. <laughs> so now you got a, 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 a crummy ass marshmallow or either the shit like, like uh, it's a mess, bro. It's, it's a mess. I don't like it. Okay. Now let me, I want to segue from, from that to ask you a question. If you don't mind, how do you eat your steak? Well done. You're a child. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man. Most black people don't like to eat shit raw, bro. What is not raw? Like, bro, like raw is cold, off the bone, super bloody, just cut from the carcass. That's raw, bro. What's wrong with medium rare? 
Son, I don't want no paint, bro. If, I don't want okay, so you telling me paint. if we was to cook a steak right now and I cooked a medium rare steak, you wouldn't eat it. You know what I would do? I would treat you how we all treated Kendall that one day where he sat up there and he barbecued for Sierra. Oh. <laughs> Like two pans worth of chicken that wasn't even fully cooked, and we just sat there. Was like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you who bit it? Who <laughs> bit into it to find out? That was the one. Cause I can't remember if it was me or somebody else. Cause boy, I was so mad. I was like, oh my god, Kendall, we know you. We know you got better with your cooking. And bro. his whole excuse was, well, y'all left me alone with the grill, and I'm just like, bro. We we know you we know you better, bro. You could have just took a fork and slowly but surely pulled the meat and see if it was still pink or not. Like we we know you've grown since then, bro. We know your cooking skills have grown oh, since then. Oh man, but no, get back to the point, bro. Like, so yeah, no. If you cooked a, if you cooked the steak right now and I look and I bit into it or I cut into it and I saw a pick, I'm like, hey, yo, bro. You ain't gonna try it. You ain't even gonna at least try it. Listen, man. My mom told me if it's pink and that shit, your ass can catch salmonella or something and die, bro. Listen, listen, dog. I don't know how true that is, but I think that's how pink it is and how cooked it is. Like, cause like I like medium rare steak, but it took me a while to try it. Cause you know I went through the same rumors as everybody else. I might got salmonella in it. You gonna die. It's gonna kill you. And I'm like, I right, word, I'm never gonna, I'm just gonna eat my steak well done all the time. And then one time I took a step out on faith. And I was like, let me try this medium rare steak. And it was good, bro. It's actually good. I even cooked me one yesterday. And it wasn't like I think if it's so pink that you can see red running out of it, yeah. Like, no, nah, like that I can't do that. It but it can have a little pink in there. Like, it just can't be super pink to it's almost red while I can still see blood visibly in it. Like, nah, that's 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 not that's not my cup of tea. But little pink in there, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Try it. Try it one time. Son, if I go someplace and I order a steak and they bring me out some paint. You sending it back to the chef? Somebody got to get shot, bro. Ain't nobody doing that. What? Nobody's doing that, bro. No. No. Like, that's... Nah, man. So, look, Oscar cooked the whole ribeye steak on that panini grill. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he cooked the steak. Bro, he cooked the ribeye steak on a panini grill, bro. I ain't watch him do it. <laughs> I didn't watch him do it. I didn't know he did it. <laughs> he just came back with a fully cooked steak. I'm like, bro, where did they even come? It's piping hot. I'm like, where did they even come from? He like, man, I just cooked it on a panini grill. I said, what? He's like, yeah. Still had the pink on it. It was medium red. Look, hey, good, good. It was fine. It was good to go back in the damn oven or the grill in which it came from, son. Nah. <laughs> man, you got to look. You got you got to try some big boy stuff in now and then. Medium red. I'm not trying that. Dog. What about medium well? Medium well is what I described earlier. Like it's. 
it's cooked, it's browned all on the outside, but it's just a little bit of pink in it. That's medium well. What about that? Like it don't run, it don't really run red or nothing like that. You you won't even do medium well. Son. A little bit of pink. First off, you're talking to a picky eater, first off. So know who you're talking to, okay, for you approaching me with <laughs> like this. Don't ever disrespect me by coming to me with some half cooked food. It's not half cooked. That's the son. Son, bro, like would y'all tell this man it's not half cooked? It's alright. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. It's good though. It's good. You gotta try it. I went to this place called Uncle Julio's. Bruh, got me a skirt steak from there. Medium went medium rare. Bruh, the literally that was the best steak I've ever tasted in my life. The best steak I ever tasted in my life. I've never had steak for one that tender and that that juicy and just that overall good, like good. Like I had tacos and 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 a little, you know, a little steak on the side. And it was medium, but best steak I ever had. I'm not really a steak guy. I've only what has happened to you? I've I've had steak like outside of like my mom fixing it like years ago when I was a kid. I've only had steak about four times. Really? And it's all been from the same place, Cheesecake Factory, filet mignon, thirty five dollars. It feel like a rip off because they give you that little last piece and then they give you like a tablespoon and a half of mashed potatoes. <laughs> and they what? give you like three little pieces of asparagus or something. They call that a meal. Bruh. Do, do you, do you, do you always get to let me home? You go to Cheesecake Factory? What else is there to get? Pasta. I'm not a pasta guy, bro. I'll eat spaghetti. Shit, I can cook spaghetti at the crib. I ain't got to go spend no 35 hours with no damn pasta. Shit, I'll make some damn good spaghetti at the crib. It ain't as good as my sister's, though. My sister know how to make it, like, soft. Like, I've tried... I think maybe I just got to keep it in the, the, the water and boil it longer. But, like, I just want softer noodles, bro. That's all. Softer pasta. Yeah, that, that's all. Other than that, cause like, it's not, it's not hard. You know what I mean? It's just, sometimes it can have like some chew to it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, cause when you eat some soft noodles or some spaghetti, it's like one chew, it's done. It's ready to go to the back of your mouth, go down the esophagus. My shit, you gotta chew it once and be like, oh, you thought you was done. <laughs> <laughs> And then you gotta chew it again. Is this your spaghetti? <laughs> and then you gotta chew it again. And be like, all right, now, now you're ready. Go ahead, go to the back, go to the back line. Go ahead, you ready now? I I don't know. I mm-mm. like when I the one time I went to the Cheesecake Factory, I think I got like a shrimp pasta or some. Like I don't know. Was it linguine? <laughs> No, I think it was like a, I think it was like an Alfredo pasta or something like that. How was it? It was okay. Was it worth the price? 
No. Oh, see, there we go. Now then, now I hate cheesecake. Anybody who know me know I don't like pie. I don't like anything with any kind of fruit filling in it. That could be cake pie, turnovers, fritters, none of that. Donuts, nothing. I really hate jelly donuts. Like, I don't say I hate things often, but if jelly donuts didn't exist, I, my world would be a happier place. And that's because everybody assumed since I was fat as a kid, I was going to like jelly donuts. <laughs> that used to blow me. It <laughs> used to blow me, bro. Like I used, like I used to get frustrated. Oh I do God. not like. I hate jelly donuts. It's so many things about. It. Why would you put any kind of jelly or custard I mean, inside a donut? People, like some people like that though. Like for me personally, like I knew I didn't like jelly, cream, whatever filled things. Once I bit into a Gushers for the first time. Once I bit into a Gushers for the first time, I don't even, do we even, do they even still make Gushers anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, I bit into it and like it squirted in my mouth. I'm like, yeah, bro, this ain't for me, dog. <laughs> and I just, I, I just, <laughs> I just threw the rest of the pack of candy in the garbage. I'm like, yeah, bro, this ain't for me, man. I, nah, I'm good, bro. And like, I remember there used to be a gum that you used to get from like the candy store or the corner store were like, it had like that same that same syrup type of shit in it, but like you bite into it, and it wasn't necessarily bad. And the only reason why it wasn't bad is because it helped lengthen the uh, the flavor of the gum. Because you know, after a while, after you start after you chew gum, it loses all its flavor, mm-hmm. and then it starts to like really break down, and it's like you chewing on paper or something like yeah so no after i did that like i was just off of it in general like i've been to weddings where people had cake and then they had like some type of strawberries in the middle i'm just like yeah nope y'all can have this shit that will not be my wedding if i have one i cannot no no listen bro i'm rich on that because when i do finally get married i really don't have any type of request for the wedding but I know for damn sure that's going to be the request. That's going to be probably my only request for the wedding. It ain't going to be nothing fruit-filled. I'm not doing it. If I bite in something fruit-filled, I'm going to have a fit at the wedding. Okay. I got to have a jerk wedding. I want jerk pasta, jerk scrimps, jerk steaks. I want jerk macaroni. I want jerk spaghetti. I want jerk... I want a, I want a jerk Jamaican... When, like I like I just I, I don't want no jerk cake. Don't don't make me no jerk cake. I ain't that I ain't that deep in that water. But and if it ain't spicy, I'm probably gonna flip the table. Like it gotta be like I'm gonna have something for the guests, but my stuff it has to be spicy. Like I like jerk food. I don't like I you know what? I'm I'm a I'ma definitely make sure that that's what's gonna happen for your wedding. I'm not gonna pay for it, but I'm gonna definitely make sure that shit's spicy. And then when it comes time for dancing, everybody gonna have to jerk. <laughs> <laughs> jerk win. <laughs> uh, yeah, every, 
Everybody yeah, has to do it. Everybody has to do it. I don't care how old you are. You got to get... No. Nah, you going to bust somebody kneecap. They ain't going to be able to do that. Listen, man. Somebody granddaddy trying to figure out how to do it. Nah. You got to live, bro. No, we got to see... We No, we got to see X-Jerk. He used to have, like, the stiffest... <laughs> How he used to dance used to be so stiff, bro. Like, it was like he was flexing while he... Like, you know, like, when you dance, you're supposed to be fluid. But, like, it was like he was, like, flexing his muscles and... <sighs> yeah, tense up. He's nervous. So nervous. Oh, man. But, no, seriously, like, I can't I can't stand none of that fruit filling and nothing. Like, cake, nothing. All of it. I can't, I can't do it. I can't stand it. So... Yeah, I just I can't stand jelly donuts. I hate jelly donuts. Them them joints can burn. They they if they discontinued it, I wouldn't be upset. If we ran out of jelly, the only <laughs> thing I'd be sad about is that I can't put no grape jelly in my in my grits mixed with my eggs. But that's it. What type of sick individual? See, I thought what you mean? See, that's a lot to unpack there. See, I thought what? that you was gonna say that you wasn't gonna have no grape jelly to put on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I was just gonna be like, ew, you like grape strawberry jelly is where it's at, and I was just gonna leave it at that. For but you one, said, there's no such thing as strawberry jelly. It's called strawberry preserves. Son. You son, eat strawberry it's, preserves. It's jelly. You eat strawberry preserves. It's jelly. <laughs> son. It ain't <laughs> no damn preserves. It's jelly. What the hell is a preserve? Tell me what a preserve is. You mean to tell me when young strawberries are growing up, <laughs> they develop preserves? <laughs> something? <laughs> what are they preserving when they're young? Uh-huh. Tell me. They're youth. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, son, like y'all yo. You eat you eat strawberry. You eat Okay, who? Okay. Y'all kill me with that preserve <laughs> shit, dog. It ain't no preserve, it's jelly, son. I will literally fight anybody. I will die on that hill. It's jelly. It ain't preserved. Uh. Oh, when you were a kid. So if I pull up this smucker, <laughs> when you were a kid, I got some goddamn smuckers in the when fridge you right now. Great preserves. When have you heard of great preserves, son? Never. <laughs> so if I, when you were a kid, you did not go to your mom and be like, "Yo, mom, I want some strawberry preserves." No, you said jelly. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's and your mom did not one time correct you and say, it's preserves, Ladarius. Well, for one, I would have never asked for that because that's disgusting. Oh, my God. Strawberry preserves is disgusting. There's no such thing as strawberry jelly. I, they even use, they even try to hit you with the strawberry jam like it's a real, is, is it a real difference? That's Jam jelly is the same thing, man. It, no, no, no. Remember, Alright, I can't. Yeah, it's a children's show. It's <laughs> a children's show. <laughs> no, son, how you? So you put the jam. Here, go. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Okay. So right here in Britannica dot com. I don't know how reliable that source is, but we just gonna go with it. The biggest difference between jelly, jam, and preserves is how much of the original fruit is used to make them. 
Jam or preserves will contain the richest portion of fruitiness, while a jelly's flavor will be slightly bogged down by the gelatin. That's the difference. So what you're saying is, and what I'm gathering is, one is healthy. Mm-hmm. And one is not. One is one is mostly sugar. Oh, what's on? I don't care. Uh-huh. My whole point stands. Jelly. You're not eating jelly, bro. Son. <laughs> Son, I'm eating jelly. Son, no, that's not even the point that we getting lost there right now. You put this in your in, in your grits? Oh no, 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 no. I put sugar in my grits. Okay. I put jelly in a mixture of scrambled eggs and grits. If I mix my scrambled eggs and grits together, I got to put a dollop of jelly in that joint. Great jelly. Let's be specific since you like Why would you want to mix your eggs and your grits? Okay. So originally I didn't. This is something my dad passed down to me. Like we was out to eat one day at this mom and pop restaurant, real low key spot in Rockford. It was dope. Um, so we like eating or whatever. And like I'm putting sugar in my grits. He giving, no, I'm putting sugar in my rice. He giving me like all kinds of crap about that. He, you, why? Cause that's fire. Cause he hell. had grits and he is southern in the in the way that he eats his grits because he puts salt and pepper in it, which I think that is, is disgusting. That's disgusting. I think it's disgusting. So he was like, he like, oh, you put sugar in your... I'm like, yeah. He was like, son, check this out. So he mixes the eggs and the rice together and then put some jelly in it. And he's like, now taste that. Five. Changed my whole life. Changed right then and there. Right then that I had to, I'm like, so if I had eggs and I decided to get rice or grits, I mix them together and I just put jelly in it to sweeten it instead of using sugar. Yeah, now you want to try it, don't you? No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, you want to try it. You want to see what the hype about. I don't want to see what no hype is about. <laughs> sugar in my grits, sugar in my rice. That's cool. I don't need nothing else added to it. Maybe some butter. Some margarine. I had this girl what go the in hell is on different? me because I put because I put sugar and rice, and she was like, she said something. It, it kind of made me mad because it's true. If you think about it, when you put sugar on your rice, for some reason, it make your rice watery. Why is that? That's some chemistry shit. That's what it sounds like. Why? Like that blew me. She was like, "Ugh." She like, "You put sugar on your rice?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like butter and sugar. And she's like, oh, you like that watery sweet rice? And I was like, I got offended. So, you know, I had to stand on my point. <laughs> but when I got home and I had to sit in the dark and think about it, I was like, word. But that shit still tastes good. Though. That's the point. Like, it don't It matter. do. It do. It do. What did it make you think? What's the difference between margin and butter since you're over there Googling? Oh. One, apparently, it's probably the same thing as preserved. <laughs> one is real butter. <laughs> The other one is imitation. <laughs> All right. Oh God. Let's see. Let's see. Difference and butter and margarine. Do you remember that uh, episode of The Simpsons where Homo was like depicted as Kurt Cobain? 
and and he was singing that song about Mars Simpson, but it was called Marjorie. <laughs> All right, never mind. Never mind. That just popped in my head. Okay, butter is a dairy product made by churning cream. Conversely, margarine is a product designed to imitate butter. While butter is mainly composed of dairy fat, margarine is typically produced from vegetable oils. Ah, that makes sense. Mmm. There you go. I mean, I guess, man, they still serve the same purpose, bro. They serve the same purpose. I mean, like, because if I got grits and I got one or the other in my fridge, like, I'm not hesitating to put one or the other inside of my grits. Okay, word. Check this out. Somebody even simplified it. It said margarine is an oil-based product. It is typically made of 80% vegetable oil and water and flavored to taste like butter. Ah, so you could be eating canola oil in a stick form. I mean, shit. I cook my chicken in canola oil, vegetable oil. But do you cook your chicken in butter? (laughs) (laughs) No. You know what we got to do for the pod now? We got to cook our chicken yes. and butter. We yeah, cook, yeah no. We got to do reset the vibe cooks. That, that's what we got to do. We got to... No, we got to do that shit. We got to melt like four or five sticks of margarine and then cook chicken in it and see how it tastes. What if it dry faster? What if it don't turn oil-based? Like, like, like... Now we got to see. We just got to see it happen. We got to see it happen. We going to record it. We going to put it on video. When the hell we doing that? Oh, man. Let the people decide. Now I got chicken in there right now. We can do that shit next next week. All I got to do is buy margin, bro. I'm with the shits. You you buy Imperial? Doesn't matter what we buy Imperial. I mean, like... Yeah, it matters. Son, I'm whatever, dog. We can buy... We can buy a dollar store brand. We can buy Imperial. Did you always think Imperial was real butter? Why are we talking about this? Uh, okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let, let's just go ahead. I, I, son. To be honest with you, I only knew that it came in like a a gray bucket or tub. Imperial. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. In a tub, right? That's what you, we thought. Was that the butter? Is that the butter or the margarine? Are we talking about the sticks? Or are we talking about in general? I thought Imperial was like bronze or something. Bro, it's been so long, dog. It's 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 been so long. Okay, I found out because this girl was talking about me yesterday. She was like, uh, she was like, you cook your uh she was like, uh, what you gonna use on your um on your steak? Cause I was cooking I cooked a T bone steak for the first time. I like grilled it instead of like baking it and all of that. So I like cooked it on in the skillet. Right. So she was like, uh you gonna use real butter? Like you have real butter? I was like, real butter. She was like, cause we use land of lakes around here. I'm like, land of lakes. I was like, this is unsalted butter. She was like, as long as it's real butter. Like I thought she was gonna pull some imperial out. I'm like, bro, I don't know none of the name brands and stuff that we grew up with. I just know that I just know what it looks like. Like I didn't know Lowry's. Was called Lowry's. 
until I literally looked at like when I was in the, like being an adult and like going into a grocery store and buying stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you like when you were a kid, like you just know what it looked like. But actually being an adult and just looking at it, picking it up, be like, oh, this is what I used when I was growing up. You just happened to look at the, the title of it. It or, was Caesar's Off. Yeah, but I didn't know that it was called Laurie's. Like the name brand was called Laurie's. Yeah, yeah. I never paid attention to that. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. For when you talk about when you ask me about the, the the sticks of butter and stuff like that, like bro, like I don't, I just know what the hell it looked like. Oh, for sure. Like me too. But I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna learn the name because I want to know what I'm buying. I mean, now, yeah. Back then, like it's. Eh. Oh, as a kid, no. Of course you're not gonna think about that. You still think your mama magically appear with money. Like Man, on. listen, I thought my mom was made of money, bro. She used to just be buying stuff and I'd be like, yo, you got money. Cause imagine how fast two weeks ago by as a kid. You probably got the lifespan of a rabbit at that point. <laughs> like think about like like think about like they live so, like what if life is like really fast to them? That's true. How do you feel about Biden getting in office and him coming up with a plan to make more strict gun control laws? I mean, depends on what the gun laws or the, what depends on what he's trying to put in place. Cause at this point in time, all I have to do is send in $10 in my ID in a picture of me. Well, not an ID, but like the picture of me and they run a background check and then I'm able to get a gun. That's how it is currently right now, more or less. And that, like, you don't even know who the hell I am. I could be a whole psycho. So how I would ideally like it to do is you just got to get a psych evaluation to see if you're able to carry a gun. Wow. You think a person must go under a... So basically you believe in red flag laws. I have no idea what the hell that is, bro. Red flag laws is like if anybody feels a concern about the, your your mental status and anything like that, that you'll go out on a out on like on like some wacky kind of killing spree. Like that, like they'll see you going off what they think is you going off of your I, rocker and acting. I would, I, I would say this, right? I would say. How I would do it is I would say you have to get psych eval and then depending on the person that gives you the psych eval, if they say no, then you got to wait a few months to try again to reapply and then you get reevaluated by a different one. So that way it's not the same person. So that way. But how they going to keep track of it unless it goes through a database? Like that's what they're literally trying to get to, like establishing a universal database for that. So they can like cross reference things because if I can find information on you and you were considered unstable in the database and then you retake it, then I can just look for signs in the old thing. Like my problem is that it's all subjective. So it's based on another person's opinion of your mentality or your mindset rather than any kind of objective understanding of your mentality and mindset. And I would argue against that point of. We have laws already saying you can't drink before a certain age. And while there may be people, uh, young people that are mature enough to be able to handle their liquor and to not over drink it, to not act a fool, we just do that overall so we don't have to even worry about it. Because my whole thing is this. I'm not saying it's right, but 
you know, what would you put in place to try to make it to, 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 to make it harder for people that don't need to have guns to have guns? So, uh, for one, you would have to define who are the people that don't need to have guns are. Because if we're talking about people who've been to jail, people who commit crimes or live in the quote-unquote underworld, then for one, they don't have a need to get a license because they're not supposed to have the certain thing that they are trying to acquire. So, right. why would you go through it? So, all you'll be initially... all the law would initially do is make it harder for people who can be trustworthy with having firearms to have. Right. I know people now who don't have a gun license who are easily angered and ready to pop off. And I know for damn sure they don't need a gun. They're still able to get a gun right now if they chose to. But then that's your subjective opinion of who that person is. And it denies the person the dignity that they can grow from where they are. That's true. So I go back to my point. How do we stop people who don't need to be having guns, who are crazy, nut jobs and stuff like that? They just like it, that. That's like my only thing. Like, I'm not saying my right, my not right. I'm not saying that my suggestions are the right way to go and the right way to go about it. I'm just saying to stop people who buy guns and go up and shoot up a damn movie theater for whatever reason, because they think that they Batman or some shit. It's like, okay, so how would we have prevented that? How would we prevent somebody from going to shoot up a school if they got guns legally? I'm not talking about illegally getting guns. I'm just talking about legally getting guns. They went and they got it. And then two weeks later, they shoot up a fucking school. Like, how do we go from stopping that they, person? Well, for one, you have to find out how they got it. Because not everybody who commits these crimes... Right. No, no, no. What, not everybody who commits these crimes have gotten the gun legally. No, I don't know. I get that. I'm just saying specifically for, for the sake of this argument, for the people that did get it legally. And then went out and committed... Right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So heinous crime. Right. That's what I'm saying. So how do we go about making sure that they don't get it? That's well, what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm asking. This is the thing. You don't know. You giving you giving people when you, if this is the land of the free and the home of the brave, you're giving people the dignity to choose what they want to do with their own life, independent of some kind of monarchy. That's what this is all supposed to be about. So if you sit up there and somebody eventually goes off their rock and there's nobody to stop them, then I mean you can't prevent it. You can't prevent it in the future except by taking all guns. And confiscating them and not trusting your your uh, your populace to be able to handle firearms for themselves. But then again, that's to assume that the person who's taking them is in their right mind to assume that everybody else is incapable of operating and owning a firearm. That's fair. No, that's true. I'm not arguing against that. I'm just saying I I, I don't have. I don't have, go ahead. In a round, sorry, but in a roundabout way, what I'm saying is you can't make sure. That's the risk you take when you introduce these kind of things into a society. It's a risk you're taking. Is it is it fair to the people who lose their lives? No. And I'm not trying to say that it should be. I'm saying that there is no solidified way. All you're going to do is make it harder for the people who do have it or who should have it to, uh, you're going to make it harder for them to acquire it. Okay. Fair. Criminals are still going to get it. So what are, what are you stopping? 
You're stopping people who could be potentially in a position to do the right thing. You're prohibiting them from being able to do the right thing or protect themselves, if need be, by implementing these laws. And you're not looking at it in the overarching view. You're only looking at most, not you. I'm not attacking no, you. No, I'm no, saying, I know, I know. When I say, I'm, I should say, other, well, most people who come up with these laws are only looking at it from a selfish standpoint because it is, in fact, a selfish argument. If you can tell when somebody is psychologically troubled, if you know the signs, not everybody knows the signs. That's the thing. Because not everybody is a licensed psychologist or a licensed psychoanalyst or a, a, a psychological therapist. Like, so you, so I could, it, it could get to the point where you sitting there and you having a bad day and you angry and you going off. You're not saying you're going to kill anybody, but you're just mad and you losing your temper. And I'm like, that guy got a gun in his house. He could possibly kill somebody. I call the police and then they come confiscate your firearm, which is even more reason to rile you up. It's not going to, it's, it's not, it's a band-aid solution to a much bigger problem. The problem isn't the fact, cause I am one of them people that do understand guns don't, don't kill people. People with guns kill people. Right. So then it's not a matter of the weapon or the tool. It's the matter of the person that's can, which means that it's a matter of the heart more so than it's a matter of what they have access to. I have access to knives all over my house. I haven't cut myself. I haven't cut nobody else. So. Essentially, since this has already been going on, and at least in the United States, for a long-ass time with owning guns, right? And we all have, we, we have other potential dangers, like you said, with knives or we give people license with cars and they might not be the best drivers or something like that. You take so, risks. So, exactly. So, therefore... To put it bluntly, like, it's just a thing that you just have to hope just doesn't happen. It well, sucks to suck. It Well, or in that, you can actually start to attack the root of the problem, which is find out what is the emotional sensitivity to your populace. Or at least try to teach them in way, educate them. Educate them in emotions how to manage emotions, how to manage stress, especially when you create an environment where they work 80 hours every two weeks consistently, and they literally pay for a house that they just live in, they well, that they just sleep in, but they spend majority of their times outside of that dwelling place trying to make a living to keep that said dwelling place. Teach them how to manage that stress. Teach them how to manage their emotions. Teach them how to manage their 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 mentality and their understanding. Teach them that. Teach them to walk like like teach them. Well, for for those who do subscribe to a particular belief, teach them how to you know teach beliefs. Don't take God out of school. Yeah, it may not be you. You may not agree, but don't take away the higher moral standard that people have to live up to. Because I mean, if you take away the higher moral standard. As you've done, you get a bunch of people that don't have direction. So then they have to rely on people who do have a higher moral standard. And then they have to be willing to be sub subjugated to those people, to the, that kind of understanding, instead of free will and thinking on their own. 
Well, not, well, I said that wrong. Not instead of free will and thinking on their own, but living without a, a particular guidance. Because if you raise a country of people without a moral compass, what do you expect? What do you expect? If they don't have a, if you don't have a moral compass, anything goes. So why would you take away a moral standard that encompasses or that, or that helps a person identify what that, what that moral compass is or where it should be? Like, I feel like that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like it's a matter of, oh, we have too many guns in this country, which we do. We do, but that's of no fault of our own. That's not, that's not the people fault that we got so many gun manufacturers who ship firearms. That's not us. We just, we're, we're consumers. So we buy. So that's for those who introduced it here. For one, this land was built on blood. Not just the blood of the Native Americans who originally inhabited this land, but on the blood of the people who fought and died for this country. This country has been built on blood. So you're going to, so you're like, oh, okay, well, we take away the weapons, it's going to be fine. No, people are going to steal murder. You're not going to stop it just because it's a pistol. You got to deal with the heart instead of just trying to band-aid it. Because all you're doing is trying to, oh, most of these, uh, what do you want to call them? Career politicians, all they do is, is pander to how you feel, to how people feel. And they don't really come up with a solution that is long term. They band-aid it because in order to pander, you got to band-aid. You got to make it seem like the problem is going to be something that's simplistic to deal with. But you can't, but you're not going to therefore address what's really going wrong. Yo, it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, it's a lot of killing in this neighborhood. That's what happens when you have poverty. Poverty produces and when you're living in a, in a, in a place of lack, it, most, for most people, not everybody, but for most people, it produces greed. From that greed comes strife, comes envy, comes bitterness, comes all, all these ill wills start to evolve out of this thing. Or if it's bitterness, then it becomes greed, then it becomes envy, then it becomes, you know, uh, lust of the eye, lust of the flesh. Then you start to really see how the Bible, uh, talks about sin and exposes how it, it just has roots. Like, so if you understand that this thing, even if you're not a Bible believing person and you believe in spirituality, everything has roots. So once you can identify if somebody's mad at you, there's a root to why there is no, I'm just mad at you. There's a root to why then that root could be what? Okay. I'm mad at you because you did this thing. Okay. That's a misunderstanding. But why was there a misunderstanding? There was a misunderstanding because you were being prideful and you thought I was being prideful. Where does that pride come from? Well, that pride comes from something that happened at this point in time, which causes that person to think like this. Okay. So what happened at that time? Well, at that time, that person was living in something called bitterness. And then that blossomed into this, which blossomed into that. And then you see how the branch grows from the tree into this thing go, Oh, that's why I'm mad at you. Cause it's not necessarily rooted in anything you are as a person is rooted in everything that has to deal with me. So if you tell the pe- if you teach the people, then the people can understand. You make people responsible. You give them freedom. You give them choice. That's one thing I've understand about Christianity. God gives everybody a choice. You got the choice to believe. You got the choice not to. That's your choice. That's dignity to give people to say that even though I created you, you have the choice not to believe in me. That's that's I, I give that to you free of choice. That's your free will. Give people their free will. Educate them. Let them know. Look, yo, you know, it's not the people that's killing. It, it, it's not the guns that's killing people. It's y'all. Y'all are killing each other. 
So you have to deal with why. You have to deal with the root of why in order to help. That's how you help your community. You deal with the root cause. If you know money is the root cause, what it was some investigator. I watched Apologetics. It was an investigator guy. He been, he was a homicide detective that's been on all these TV shows. He's like, when he see a dead body, uh, see a dead body, it comes from either money, power, or sex. And, and all of those three, if they're gotten illegally, meaning if you get sex outside of marriage, if you get power outside of, um, uh, if you take it, for example, instead of earning it, and if you get money illegally, nine times out of 10, those things are going to be rooted into some type of sin. That's not what he said. This is what I'm philosophizing, which is for money is greed. For sex is, it could be lust. For power, that's ambition. That's pride. You can start to find all these roots that connect one to another. And that's, that's the true issue. Which is why I believe, like, like, implementing all these, uh, these Second Amendment laws to ban automatic rifles and stuff like that, you're only gonna pacify your people. So what's gonna happen when you need people to fight? And they don't know how to handle a firearm. Cause you're an outlaw. What if you get invaded? What if you get attacked? Then what are you gonna do? How are the people going to be prepared? An ill-prepared people is a people that's going to be doomed to be not only oppressed, but to maybe further so be annihilated. These are just my thoughts on the matter. Actually, I would like, I know I rambled on, but I would like to know what y'all think as well. So when it comes to our questions, do not hesitate to actually, um, what's the link that they can click to? To ask us questions or give comments it, or concerns. The link will be in like the show description. I can't, I can't remember what the hell it is off the top of my head. Cause it's not like no www dot, you know what I mean? Like it's like one of those <laughs> things where like it's kind of like a long, like non, yeah, non, yeah. It, it, it's, it's one of those things where I, I'll put it in the, in the show description. No, that's, that's, that's definitely deep though. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's rough either way. Cause like, I understand why people want more control. Yeah, um, for sure. Because if you got a kid and you be worried about your kid getting shot at school, whether it's somebody that goes there or some adult that got a grudge against a teacher and you just start shooting people, it's, it's, it's rough. So not to, Drag, not to drag. That's that's not the word. Not to elongate this. Yeah, but let me just ask you this one thing: mm-hmm. you as a parent mm-hmm. that has um two girls. Oh, I want to go. This, the sex doesn't really matter in this in this situation, but um, you having two kids in school. Do you support their a teacher having access to a gun in the classroom, or would you prefer guns to not be in a school and they just only be on security guards, if that? Or if you had another solution, um, I do not support teachers having firearms in school, and I'm gonna tell you the only reason why, because in a large school, it's easy to get surrounded. And I'm not shocked by the things that kids will be willing to do. That's fair. Kids, kids needs instructions just like some, like, like most of us adults. We all do. 
We all need instruction from time to time, but kids even more so. So like if a kid got access to it and decided to play with it, then I can see how tragedy can happen from that, from allowing teachers to have that if the teacher was irresponsible as well. So I wouldn't advocate that for that, for that. I do advocate that parents should teach their kids how to use firearms if need be. Cause it's not a safe, like, honestly, we don't live in a utopia. Like, that's one thing I've understood since I read The Giver. We don't live in a utopia. We don't live in a utopia. Great book. So you cannot sit up there and just assume everything is going, that no trouble will ever come and find you. But I got a, I got a nine year old. I saw Derek Grace teaching his daughter how to use firearms. And I started to question. I'm like, what's wrong with teaching my kid how to use a firearm? It's not. And in, in, in the case that she, she may need to defend herself. This kid's getting kidnapped all through America, all around the world. Why wouldn't I want to ensure my daughter can safely defend herself? I can deal with the counseling and therapy. I can deal with that. I can show up. I'll lose jobs over that. But I'll lose sleep if something happens to my kid. Yeah. I totally get that. So, you said you don't support teachers having access to a gun. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what about security guards on duty? At at schools or in general? At schools. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. On person or in a specific place where they have to go to to unlock it in order to get it? Um, I would say, I would say on persons. The reason why I say on persons is because nine times out of ten, they got a holster. Um, so they will be the first line of defense. So definitely. Now, if a teacher has a conceal and carry license, and they bring their gun to school and nobody knows about it. Well, nobody knows. Don't hurt. But would I advocate every single teacher having one? No. No. Because adults can get angry at each other. That, 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 what if, you know what I'm saying? What if, what if they get into a spat and then they get into a fight and then they try to use, no, I got a concealed carry license and y'all mandated us and he attacked me. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that I think a teacher would be like that, but you never know. A bad day is a bad day. That's facts. Bad day is a bad day. That's facts. Uh, so you got anything else to add, sir? No, uh, I just would love to hear y'all comments and concerns. Um, and even questions, um, critique, um, criticisms, like anything. Yo, just chime in. This, this, I know it seems like it's just a back and forth between the the co-host, the host, and the guest, but I definitely will. I I know we would love to get the audience more involved in this. You know, not just the hills ramble on about stuff that we care about, but stuff that y'all care about too. I I'll, I'll ramble for you, for sure. Absolutely. I don't have anything to add to that because you pretty much summed it all up. Um. Like I said, I'll drop the link in the show description so you can go ahead and click that or copy and paste it into your browser to send us a question. Um, and just like last week, we had somebody ask a question and that wound up being in the show. Your question could wind up being in the show 
um, as well. Or even if you don't even have a question, you could just send a message and, you know, like Darius said, you know, comments, concerns, critiques. You could say you hate how we spent this X amount of time on this or that or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there is nothing wrong with any of that. We might not agree. We might not be like, yeah, all right, y'all just want to deal. But the point of the matter is, is that you have a voice. So we want you to voice that. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Reset the Vibe. We appreciate you um listening to us, giving us your time on this Thursday. You already know what it is. Be kind to one another. Um have some empathy. And and and, and, and we give shout outs too. You know, so if you if you get if you come in with your questions and you want us to give us a shout out to your business or your Instagram or your Facebook, you most definitely do that. We'll get right with you. We don't we don't get right with you. Word. And above all, just remember that it's strawberry jam and not strawberry preserves. No, no, no. Love. <laughs>